0: There are two phrases that I want to bring to mind. Indeed, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. And the other one is, we ate and drink drank with you, and you taught in our streets. How well do we really know God? How well do we really know what love actually is? This is the difference between the wide gate and the narrow gate. Wide gate. I know there's a God. God's big. I'm good with that. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to be nice. Nice is good, but nice is kind of the bare minimum. When I uh, was in the Holy Land, I was with one of my brother seminarians, and the way that we kind of all matched each other up was with personality tests. We did the Myers-Briggs, and um, my buddy and I were the only two that showed up as, uh, there's a personality, it's an ENTP. Basically, we are loud and obnoxious, and lots of ideas and lots of opinions. We were the only two with that personality And so we thought we'd sit on a grenade For everybody else in the group And room with each other to save each other From everybody else and vice versa We got along great It was fantastic But while I was there I was very very sick I was really really sick I got salmonella when we were in Nazareth Can nothing good come from Nazareth? And while I was there um, And while we were rooming together I was just horribly sick Salmonella for like Gosh, a good two months He was very kind to me But he'd also give me such a hard time And at the end of a couple weeks of that really hard time As I was already struggling I was like, brother, you are incredibly kind But you have absolutely no compassion whatsoever And I was like, I really need you to dive a little deeper On the compassion side versus the kindness side Because he was really very nice. He'd bring me Snickers bars and Coca-Colas to sate my hunger and my thirst with familiarity and things that I could actually ingest. But at the same time, he would rib me the entire time for feeling so horrible when I already felt horrible. This is kind of the way in which we minister to some of those who are most marginalized in society. We're kind to them, we might give them a dollar, but do we actually pay attention? Do we spend time in conversation? When we say we would love our neighbor and we tell them what they should do, would we tolerate that if they came to us and told us what we should do? Is it a respectful, mutual respect that exists between us and others? Or do I find myself to be, I don't know, better because I'm able to help? And this is why we need to kind of stick and maintain with that theme that we've had throughout this week that started at this altar on Sunday with this journey of needing to be humble, to be small, to be willing to be small in order to accomplish amazing, just miraculous things. When we realize and take into account that we are one but many of those members of the body of Christ, that it's not a needing to thrash about and make a great commotion, but rather it's a narrow path that's less seen and less treaded. We need to allow ourselves to take some time to discern a little bit more deeply so that we can allow ourselves to see that nuanced language of love rather than to just do what's always been done. And when we can allow ourselves to invite that love in and seek out that nuance, it overdoes many of the faults that we have and allows us to be seen in that way that we're called to be seen but also called to live as a life of love. Love. As a peaceful, less restful life. And when we do so, we begin living out authentically that role of genuine love, which is narrow, but is broad. And we bring about the kingdom of God here and now. Amen.